Trying to debunk those stories is the Committee for the Sceptical Inquiry. They used to call themselves the Committee for the Scientific Investigations of Claims of the Paranormal or CSICOP. The Committee uh, publishes their findings in their own journal called the Sceptic. Inquirer, come on, boys. Okay. <clears throat> I just finished part one, so let's see how my voice do in the second part. <laughs> Seen it, done it, wrote the bus on it. Yep, I've done all that too. Uh, one member of the committee of the Jefferson uh, Inquiry. Is Richard Weisman wrote an article called The Haunted Brain that offers alternative explanations of ghost sightings. He suggests that it's not the world that is haunted, but it's our own brains. According to Weisman, 15% of people have reported a ghost encounter, but only 1% have reported they've seen a full body as, you know, spirit. Everyone else has seen shadows fly by, or footsteps in the hall, or that feeling of a presence or being watched. I know I have. <laughs> Alright, the next paranormal spooky fact is called a caught in a magnetic field of lies. A man named Michael Persinger is one of the believers that tried to prove the existence of those. He thought it, if he simulated people's brains with a weak magnetic field, they could experience the paranormal. And it worked too. That is until another man came along to replicate his finding and recorded as scientific subjects. We're just seeing ghosts for the power of suggestion, not magnetic fields. Alright, then this paranormal spooky fact to be or not to be. Sometimes ghost hunting brings out the most foundational philosophical questions of what it means to be human. One explanation for the existence of Ghost is that having agency is such an important part of being human for some people that they search for it everywhere. 
I think my work so hard to understand why we take the actions that we do, that they start seeing the right actions and non-human beings things. Like, um, like shadows or lights or pieces of toast. Right? So many pieces of toast. <laughs> and this kind of most spooky fact. If I had a million dollars. And the title says <laughs> You gotta pretty sure of you gotta be pretty sure of something's non existent to offer a million dollars to whoever can prove its existence. And that's exactly what James Rodney is taking the foundation has done for the assistance of ghosts. Now anyone can prove their assistance to his liking will win the cash price. Many have tried and failed, but none have yet claimed the money. Ooh, what if it's still a challenge? One million dollar challenge. Hmm. The next one is uh, Spook Smarts. Another explanation for belief in the paranormal is a lack of education or a low IQ. Claims of high IQ always have to be taken with a little grain of salt. Just like the claims of the paranormal. Well, according to the one study, College students that scored higher grades were less likely to believe the paranormal. Interesting. Next fact. If you dream if you dream it, it will come. If you didn't believe in the paranormal, you may be contested, but you're certainly not alone. Studies have shown that as many as 50% of all Americans believe and I want in a paranormal. Even if they haven't had a paranormal experience themselves. It seems like many of them likely believe simply because they won't go to exist. Alright, and that's one. Let's talk this out. That's what the title says. <laughs> Some people set out to prove the existence of ghosts while others just want to have a conversation with them. An organized attempt to communicate with spirits is called a seance. In French, the word meaning is rather general, just describing a section of anything, usually well seated. In English, though, it's exclusively Describe a gathering in anticipation of receiving messages from beyond the grave and having done in any conditions. I, I, baby, I'm sorry. I, I, really. <laughs> I saw this with I, I, silly. But I'll be weird. You guys love me, right? Help. <laughs> I hope you guys love me. Um, cold spots are perhaps. One of the most common assistant of reported ghost encounters. Now I experienced that when I was at the open house where they felt a uh, gold spots and then that activity happens. That was pretty creepy but cool. 
They are these drive as a sudden localized spot, right? Where the temperature literally drops below of what is normal for the area. Now, as those host those hunters find these areas with the uh, what do you call those uh, thermometers or heat sensing devices, even. But detectives say there are lots of scientific um, relevant reasons why temperatures might drop suddenly. Alright, next one. My spirit senses are deeply, and I felt that myself. Now, ESP or extrasensory perception is how we are taught to be able to identify and communicate with the spiritual or paranormal realm. It's also called the sixth sense. Now, I'm not talking about the movie the sixth sense, but it's uh, certainly related to this topic because it identifies the information that you can't leave from the other five senses. But if you haven't watched the sixth sense movie, you should all watch it so you understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> And I like Bruce Willis. Hey, if you're listening, hey. Um, so, it goes by many names. In different instances, ESP is also called, um, what, um, the second side or third eye, addition, clairvoyant with the ability to see the third world, telepathy, Psychotheology, Precognition, Everything, a lot of, a lot of names for this um, term. A person who has a sense sense, like myself, is often called a medium, psychic, or even clairvoyant. I'm leaning towards medium. So, alright, if you guys are with me this far, you do, woohoo! Alright, the next one is all talk but no actions. Some meetings will often use a we, uh, well, spirit board or Ouija board, uh, to ask spirit questions. Uh, I prefer to use this pendulum. That's another definition. On the uh, spirit bosses or ITC apps, and they're using their participants' help, like in a seance. You can make your own spirit board. You can use paper, you can use whatever you want to use. Now I printed out a sheet of paper that was exactly like it would for a Lisa board. So if you can't afford the board, you can always use paper, whatever you got. There's plenty of DIY tutorials probably. So uh, yeah. So the uh, and I highly don't recommend using a board if you're not um, familiar with it and if you're afraid of it. Definitely don't use it. So you might conjure up that very fear that you're afraid of. But that's just my opinion. But the Ouija board for some occasion uh, I've used throughout the years as crazy phenomena always happens whenever I use Really weird. Uh, one time when I was using a Ouija board, it was 
girlfriends and I typically, you know, sleep over uh, around shadowy room. And I, every time I tell the story, I get chills. Because we were just getting into it. The session was very well, uh, we should work. Or it's also called a Weasel Sport. I am, I am, anyway. We were just into the session, and all of a sudden we heard fading sounds, loud fading sounds from the kitchen from my friends. We were at my friend's house. Luckily, it wasn't at my house. It was at my friend's house at the time. And uh, so I got up enough nerve <laughs> to look, and that's the most hunter in me back then. And I got up to look, and uh, you know, I noticed like nothing. I'm an ordinary, you know, like pots and pans. That's how loud it was. I'm like, nope, we're good. <laughs> but that was one of the creepiest experiences I ever had when I used the Lisa Bart. And I haven't really used it since. <laughs> Maybe I have on my videos, you might see me using the Lisa Bart. But I highly recommend don't follow my footsteps. It's not good to use the Lisa Bart by yourself. And you don't know how to close it properly. You got to know how to close it properly. Alright. Now, the board is, should have some combination of symbols, numbers, letters, words. There's even a reason movie up. So, you'll see why. <laughs> we'll want to use it. <laughs> um. A word kind of so that there's also spirit can speed through it or a medium. But the only other tool needed for this kind of experience is a planchette. Or a little board. Or even a plaster cut to direct spirit around the board. Now I've seen seances where they have a bunch of letters and they just use a cup. So this is the same general idea, a different method <clears throat> of uh, definition tools and communicate spirits, right? Now, in this one, transcribers, mediums, contact spirits, or vice versa, a lot of them talk like me, <laughs> in numerous ways, including through trance, trance mediumship, and still stare the hell out of me because kind of like shadowing and it's like you hear that voice from within and it always freaks me out because if you're not uh, protected it spiritually it can lead to uh, possession that's just my big fear that's why I don't like uh, I don't like channel or the main channel and this might mean you need someone else to record what happens while they're in the trance. Right, so never do this, I don't know, for that matter. If you don't know, you might become possessed. You might need help come out of that possession, that trance, for that matter, right? Always be safe, sorry. <laughs> it's like, never do hunt alone, unless, uh, you know, we're still, especially if you're a girl like me. <laughs> I only carry, well, I can't carry a gun, I carry a uh, pepper spray, right? But still, it's not a good idea to go alone because what if you fall into a ditch or something and you need someone else to pull you out, right? So, if you're 
out there in a cemetery in the night and you're not familiar with that area, always um, soak out the location, at least for me, we soak out the location in the daytime. And then when we're familiar with that land, in that area, or whatever, then we go at night. But that's just me. <laughs> I have a some time for a couple more. Who is on a home? Again, not. Well, you can't go spicy. Who is home? Houdini. Um, yeah, Houdini. Famous magicians have been known to debunk paranormal experiences, especially those connected by a medium. Now, state magician John Neville. My silly idea, but sure that sorry. Um, exposed the uh, Devonport Brothers of Fraud, whom are known for their uh, commercial cabinet work. Now, Harry Hindini, very famous magician, was also known to debunk mediums. Oh, I didn't know that. But not because he was against their spiritualism. He was just against the tricks they played on true believers. Alright, next one. Oh, Canada. That's the title. There are a few believers in specialism and regular science attendees whose name you might recognize too. They include Arthur, uh, Arthur Conan Doyle and the 22-year Prime Minister of Canada, William Lyon Mackenzie. Mackenzie, sorry, I'm going to say that, he. Mackenzie, he. I think that's right. <laughs> um, the latter man sought spiritual guidance from his dead dogs and mother and political guidance from beyond the grave, from Franklin D. Roosevelt himself. Alright, let's take our first break. Medium who was frequently performed her seances naked. That's right, you heard right, and I read right, naked. <laughs> and threw herself onto men who participated in the. Okay. She apparently channeled her brother Walter Simpson. But it was later discovered that, like many other mediums, of the early 1900s was a hoax. So, Hedini was one of the men that attempted to debunk credit 
and he later profited of her losses. He included some of her illusions and their information even in his state shuts. Huh. Alright, here's another cool one. Last but not least. Night animals. What time is it, Mr. Zeus? <laughs> Between midnight and 4 a.m. according to most ghost hunting sites. Those are the wee hours in the morning or the peak times to pull out an EMF reader or a recorder and throw for spooks if you dare. So I hope you guys enjoyed the second part of Spooky Facts about the Paranormal. And this is your host, Nicole Zaspark. <laughs>